Today's edition of the podcast is brought to you by CoachMe Plus. CoachMe Plus is the leader in athlete management software and a product that I've been lucky enough to be using for a little over a year now. Only rivaled by the impeccable customer service that Kevin and his staff provides, CoachMe Plus's ability to constantly be amoeba-like in their ability to mold and, and matriculate what you're trying to get across and bring together is, is absolutely fantastic. Their constant pursuit of better ways and better methods and, and innovations and progress to their own product is absolutely fantastic. Go over to CoachMePlus.com. Check out what they got, guys. It's, uh, it's something that I guarantee you won't be disappointed with. Hello and welcome to the podcast. So guys, it's no secret that the seminar was last weekend, and it was an absolutely awesome success, and a lot of that was due to the presenters absolutely bringing stellar content, and those in attendance being involved and um, active throughout all of the discussions. We had 49 questions asked by by the people in attendance to the presenters in the in the lecture room, which is something I've never seen before. So to get to today's edition of the podcast, the idea then came to us knowing that we were going to get hit with some bad weather to bring people in and, and maybe do some roundtable discussions just to keep those things going uh, and, You know, when the, when the weather hit. So we came up with a bunch of random questions, and this week's edition of the podcast is the first one that we, we ran through. And we're going to sit down and listen to Hank Krijenhoff, Jeff Moyer, Cornell Key, Devin McConnell, and Randy Ballard kind of go back and forth answering one of those questions. Um, it was really neat, and uh, I think that this just showed how, how open everyone was to discussing things, and it was really cool. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the talk as much as I did, you know, sitting there listening and being involved. Let's get right to it. All right, so we're going to try something new today. We've got five people who've been involved in this weekend's edition of the seminar. And they're going to introduce themselves, and we're going to have a little roundtable talk about one question that they randomly selected by accident. So, if we can just go around and introduce ourselves quick. Hank Heinel, the Netherlands. Jeff Moyer, DC Sports Rank. Cornell Key, Monmouth University. Devin McConnell, UMass Lowell. Brandon Ballard, University of Illinois. All right. And guys, the question that you selected was... What is the one question people should be asking of you? And what's the answer to that question? Hank, we'll start with you. I think uh, the one question that everybody should ask themselves is, uh, am I making a difference as a coach? So today there were more than 100 coaches in the, in the hall, and um, I think I ask myself all the time, the job that I'm doing, could anyone sitting here, those hundred coaches, more than hundred coaches, do a job as good as I do with my athletes, or replace me immediately and doing the same job or a better job? That means I don't make a difference. That means I'm kind of redundant, as a matter of fact, and I don't like it. So that's my answer. Great. Jeff? Uh, honestly, I don't, I'm not trying to uh, copy off the hand, but what... Uh uh, very similar along, along the lines of uh, what is it that I could be uh, doing better with my athletes uh, to make a better difference uh, as far as uh, the results on the, uh, where, where it matters. And, uh, I, 
me, I just getting to come to places like this and just talk to more people uh, and learn from more people. I don't do a good enough job of that sometimes. And, uh, and the more I come to this and I hear people who I'm not, you know, familiar with and stuff, it just uh, really is eye-opening to what I need to uh, be doing a better job of. I need to be looking more towards this or this or form better relationships with uh, ATCs, PTs, uh, orthos and stuff, but uh, uh, yeah, what well, can I be doing a better job than, than I'm not? Cool. Cornell? Mm-hmm. Um, this question is a question that I pose to uh, every group of, of athletes that I work with for the first time, and it's why should you listen to me? You know, what makes me different, um, like Hank said, than, than any other person? And um, I can't tell you that I know the most about exercise science. I can't tell you that I know the most about the anatomy, or I, I can't tell you that I'm smarter than any other one person, but I do know that I'm unique and that what I give my athletes comes from personal experience and comes from a scientific approach that I've studied over the years. I'm a, like Buddy said today, I'm a, this is an ever-evolving craft, and you can't ever get too stagnant in what you think believe and what you apply to those who, you know, who are trusting you. I mean, that's the space that the athletes that we work with, if you're in the private sector, they choose you. But if you're in the college level, they, they don't choose you. <laughs> they don't have a choice. So you owe, you owe them, uh, you owe them every part of you to, to make sure that you're, you're making a difference for them. And why they should listen to me? First of all, I have the fortunate uh, opportunity to work at a school that I played at. I know the head coach. I played for him. I know what the kids are going through. I can take what they're doing in their everyday life, their classroom schedules, um, their social lives, their their academic lives, and their athletic lives, and I can put it all together in a package that allows them to still train at an optimal level, to still recover as but as best we can with the resources we have, and ultimately to build a relationship because like I said in the speech today the best technology is relationship building and if you can if you can get through to your athletes and they can trust (coughs) you enough to spend the time that they have to spend with you and want to uh, my athletes tweet me they text me can't wait to work out and when I'm not there they miss me like like buddy said so um, that's my that's my answer yeah, um, I work with college athletes, student athletes, and I think the most important thing, very similar here, they should be asking me is why, from their perspective, why do I care? And I think the most important thing from my side of things is that they need to understand, they need to, they need to trust, and I need to build that relationship and communicate to them that um, they should believe in me because I believe in them. And that at the end of the day, I, I like trying to win championships. Um, I work in hockey, I like when our guys sign pro contracts, and that's awesome. Um, and I'm proud of them, and it's a lot of fun. But at the end of the day, what matters is that they grow as young people and become uh, better versions of themselves when they walk in. And 
and I want them to ask that of me, demand that of me, and I want to help provide that for them, I want to help guide them to being the best person that they can, because at the end of the day, uh, no matter how successful we are as, as you know, an athletic program, as a team, how successful they are as athletes, um, at the end of the day, we're all people, and the more good people there are out there in the world, the better off we all are. So I really hope that they they can ask that of me and that I can, I can hold that up for them. Randy, this is kind of cheating because your podcast, this was a question that was yeah, asked of you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's clear, really, if you want to, these four gentlemen, all great answers. And really, it's clear that each of them knows their why. And I think every person, one of their first things should be is, what is my why? And so I won't talk about that because I think these guys have eloquently shown that they know what their why is. And I think before we go into any profession or any interaction with other human beings, which coaching is, we have to know our why. So I won't talk to that. These guys have done a great job. I think the next question, outside the one I answered earlier when you asked me this, are we asking the right questions? Outside of that, I would say, do I really believe if I'm going to fulfill my why that I'm the only person or the only profession that can fulfill that why? Clearly, all these guys know their why, and their why is about investing and changing lives and making people better. No one person, no one profession, no one one lone wolf is going to do that. And so I think we all have to think about how we can make ourselves better, how we can make our professions better, and how we can collaborate with other professionals and professions to really make a difference in young people's lives, and that isn't one person or one profession that's going to do that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So then, piggybacking back, let's go one more time around. Everybody talked about making a difference. Everybody talked about relationships. Everybody talked about making sure that the student-athletes that you're working with are moving in the right direction. How do you know? And what do you do when there's bumps in the road and it's going in the wrong way? Like... How do you know you're making a difference? You don't know when you're making a difference. At the moment you're doing it, you don't know. For me, one of the, what the things is, uh, I had uh, many international athletes, and one thing is that uh, one athlete of mine stopped coaching her in 1996, and uh, last week it was on her birthday, was invited on her birthday, and she graduated from and education, and she wants me to coach her daughter. It's 20 years ago that I had the last coaching session with her. So I know I did something right at least. And it applies to all my athletes. Some of them I stopped coaching in 1992, and they still call me every month. I know for some coaches it's different. It's more like a business relationship. I know a coach who had an uh, Olympic champion in 2000, and uh, a track coach, and it was a business relationship. He never talked to her again. It was... They took it as far as the Olympics, and after that, uh, separated. They, they met each other quite a few times, but they never talked again. And I think that's kind of sad. And he said, "Oh, you still talk to your athletes? I never do. It's a business relationship." So somehow, I feel that I made a difference there. But don't forget, the medals you win. Where are those medals? Twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, ten years ago? They're somewhere in the shoebox or in the, in the kids' room. 
Where are the records? This quest. People run faster, people throw further. That's it. But what stays is the idea that against all odds, considering our, our circumstances in which we have to train and to operate, and it's not as good as it is here, um, we make the impossible possible. And uh, against all odds, against other people saying, ah, it's not going to be anything, you know, this athlete, forget about it, it's a troublemaker. He's too old, she's too fat, whatever, hence you're wasting your time. We did it, and then, and then by accomplishing that, and if we succeeded or not, at least we gave it a, a hard try, and most of the time we succeeded. And that's most important, that's more valuable than any medal or any record. But you only see that afterwards, you don't see that when you edit. When you edit, I feel I'm the best and the coolest coach in the world, and know everything about biomechanics and biochemistry. But in the end, I was doing the job that probably the parents didn't do, because most of them came from broken families, that a teacher didn't do. So, yeah, there's Hanky doing this. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. Yeah, again, to piggyback off of Hanky, you never know uh, the impact you make until, for me at least, years uh, later. Uh, actually, just last week, I got a call from a former athlete of mine that I coached in 2007. Uh, Called me up, asking me questions about things I used to coach him, and he's quoting me on things I don't even remember saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? But apparently, uh, it resonated with this <coughs> gentleman, and uh, he's using it with his athletes. And he was uh, just calling to see what's up, and it's, it's moments like that. Just, you know, you don't know who you're resonating with and who you're not, and uh, um, you know, it's, it's it's just a funny thing. But uh, I mean, those are the things that you're just like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. But you, you know, you still have these relationships, and these people are still relying. Years later, just you know, sending you little little things like that. So was, that was pretty cool. For me, um, part of part of why I do what I do for the athletes is because I believe, to piggyback off what everyone has said, that in coaching, it's okay to. Um, to look at one athlete or a group of athletes and say that you're helping them. But it's another thing, too. When you deposit part of you and it becomes part of their fabric as a human being, when you've left an uh, impact on that person where I had the fortunate um, situation where many people that I've coached have gone on and become coaches. And when I see them coaching and when I see them using terminology that they learned from me, that makes me feel like that's that's the stuff right there. Outside of it all, you, you, like like you said, you're going to be a dad one day or, or a mom. You're going to be a husband or a wife. You're going to be a coach or a teacher. The impact that you have on another person's life, based on what you learn from me, is really where 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 it means everything. Like yes, I like winning, and you know. You know, yes, I like being at the top, and there's nothing greater than, you know, celebrating a win with, with your, the, the people you work with. But the greater thing is, you know, when you when you see a life that you've impacted and you've left something in that person's life and they're changing other people's lives based on what they've learned from you and others, but based on what they've learned from you, that's when you really know you've made a difference. Uh, yeah, pretty redundant answer at this point. Uh, <laughs> uh, <coughs> Hank mentioned it. Uh, Mike Boyle is my mentor and, and, and friend, and, and he's talked about it. Uh, 20 years down the road, you won't know the impact you've had on people for 20 years. Um, it's less than that, I think, if you're fortunate. 
Um, I, I haven't been in it for 20 years, and um, when you when you get things like wedding invitations from former players uh, who you weren't necessarily the easiest on, uh, and you know they you you get happy birthday wishes from people, or you're in a certain town and and um, they know you may be somebody that you don't even communicate with on the regular, and they know you're in town with your team, and they search you out, and you go out uh, and and grab beers one night, and you know they just tell you, hey, you know, remember remember this time that I was having, uh, this tough time that I was having, or or good time or whatever, this memory, um, and you have laughs over it, and it's those those moments where way after the fact you find out that things you said that you don't even remember saying they took to heart to such a level that they bring up 10 years later as if it was a couple days ago um, and you, you, you realize uh, how important moments were for, for people who young people and vice versa and being able to think back to times um, you know myself with 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 athletes, where um, you know I have, I have really fond happy memories of of experiences with them, of winning, of losing, of tough times, um, and just knowing that uh, that they feel the same way and that they remember those things and and those that really resonates a lot. And those are the times I think when you kind of we can all get very involved in the day to day and you know, sets and reps and what are we doing today and and uh, when you get those messages 10, 15 years later from people, um, it really sort of, it kicks you back to that 40,000 feet and you're like, wow, there was, uh, there was a lot more going on there than lifting weights. Yeah, again, all four eloquently said some great thoughts and so I'll spend it a little bit. I think at times because of the time demands, the stress, the changing societal that we live in, factors, helicopter parents, etc. You know, this is going to be a combination of some thoughts that our athletic director shared with us, but also thoughts as a parent. I think one thing, at times it's, it's easy to lose sight of that these kids are someone else's children. And in a way, we, we should treat them all as if they're our children. But I think the other thing in terms of gratitude and just being thankful for what we get to do and make that impact that these four have talked about. I think too many times you wake up in the morning and you're, you're like, i got to get to work. But when you pull up to work, it's easy just to start going through those motions. And the thing that our athletic director talked about was when you pull up and turn the car keys off and put the car in park, that maybe you should take a deep breath and just be thankful that you have the opportunity to impact young people's lives. And I think too many times we, we don't do that. We just go through the motions and get frustrated with a kid or a parent. But Really, coaching is a huge opportunity to make a difference in people's lives, and that's that's why I think a lot of us do what we do, and so we should be very grateful and appreciative of that opportunity, and I try to remind myself to do that, and we, we don't always do that, but we really, really should. Awesome. Yeah. Do we want to keep going? I think that's good. Nice. I think that's So we'll be back with another group here, maybe half an hour or so. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And a huge thanks to Cornell, Devin, Randy, Hank, and Jeff for sitting down and talking with us live on the internet that day. 
Uh, really cool, really eye-opening. You know, coaches talking about coaching. Imagine that and what's really important. Um, I hope you guys did enjoy it. If you did, please share it through the social media outlet of your choice. Guys, just like everything we're doing here with the seminar, with the manual, with the podcast, we're just trying to drive discussions. So please, if you found any bit of this useful, tweet it out, Facebook it, whatever it may be. We do appreciate you guys sharing the information that we put out. And as always, guys, thank you so much for being part of what we do here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with the next interview and roundtable discussion we did. Hope you guys have a great week. We will see you then.